The okay. whole place was cheering. He walks out to Kid Rock's American Badass <laughs> with Kid Rock oh, and Tucker Carlson walking in like the right-wing Avengers. <laughs> and the place went nuts. He's on the screen, oh, and I'm God. telling you, the 99% other than Bill Burr's wife, 99% Well, of Bill the Burr's people, wife, yeah. yeah there that was, was that, yeah. yeah. That's a Bud Light moment right there. Why is everyone upset at Bill Burr? That's, I don't understand. It was his wife. Uh, because I think they're upset with Bill Burr because they're very racist people and they can't handle that a black woman um, flipped off Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the obvious. That's the obvious answer. Right? It was a good picture, though, the way she did it. When it comes to politics, you can't use the word class with any politician, right? Yeah. Thank you. Men that tend to put their wives on pedestals often have disrespectful wives. Not always, I'd like to say, we always know, not always. The other part that he admitted was that his wife censors his jokes. So it goes back to what I was saying, where his wife is telling him what to say. These are kind of warning signs of a disrespectful or dysfunctional relationship. Big boy stuff, but don't come back and start crying. Bill Burr here on the Rich Eisen you know, Show. I love that's it. like those those Man, Trump I'm, guys. They're always going like, "Ah, oh, you snowflakes, you f your feelings, and all of that." And yeah. then you make fun of Trump. They're like, "Oh my God, it's so disrespectful." I it's saw, like you're saying f Joe Biden. It's like you can't have it both ways. So that's my thing as a Pats fan. Okay, yeah. it's just like if you're doing it too, quit your crying. Quit your crying. I mean, you know. How's your uh, How's your wife's uh, hands doing these days? Oh, they're fantastic. I love my wife. You know where you stand with her. Okay. The guy walked in the arena. Everybody cheered. She gave him the finger. Nobody got arrested. That's why this country's great. Everybody expressed themselves. Can we all be adults? I mean, I don't know about you, but I came there to go to the fights. I didn't know I was going to the Republican National Convention. My, my favorite thing was when Trump was going, thank you. Thank you. You know what it reminded me of? When O.J. got acquitted. Remember that? When he's going, thank you. Like, I can't believe I'm getting off of this. Thank you. Thank you. He's another guy. Donald Trump. He's getting the Michigan treatment. Do you know how many people you could accuse of that? Falsifying your assets for what they're really worth? Right. Like, how come they're not going after the banks? Well, I can just walk into a bank and be like, my house is worth $5 trillion. Can I have a $30 million loan? <laughs> okay. My only pushback on that story is you said your wife gave him the finger. It was more than one, I think I saw, right? It was dual. It was. <laughs> it was dual. We'll have to go. We'll have to go to New York for the tape and take ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> After further. No, I, I, I. She's hilarious. I've. I've met. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls, and this is the last episode about the UFC and Donald Trump. As far as I, I can really see me recording, unless something like shockingly updates happen. But everyone in this auditorium, everybody I asked, a lot of applause, a lot of applause. Uh. There's one person throwing a hissy fit, and it was an ugly wildebitch, and that would be Nina, Bill Burr's wife. Now, her name is Nina Renee Hill. You'll know she didn't take Burr's last name. Big red flag, bud. Look, if I'm marrying someone and they don't take my last name, I'm not marrying them. Like, that is it's part of the package. But Donald Trump flipped off by Bill Burr's wife, Nina Renee Hill, at UFC match. Here's the thing. I used to... So, back in the day, right, we're talking about, like, 2016 through, like, 2020. I love the Bill Burr podcast. 
the Bill Burr Monday Morning Afternoon podcast was great. I've listened to that. I listened to the Hodge Twins, Open Letters. Uh, you know, there's a few podcasts I was really into like that back then. Right, the H three H three podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, Painkiller Already was pretty dope. You had Baited. I was in all these podcasts, but the Bill Burr podcast was one I listened to a lot because there was a lot to listen to. Old past episodes you could listen to, and then there was new episodes. Plus, then he started doing ones on like Tuesday and Wednesday X Y and Z, and ooh gradually over the course of time the breaking point for me was in 2020 and 2021 definitely 2020 though uh nina started bleeding into the show more and more and now this isn't uncommon here with this topic but she would come into the into like the episodes right like you can find episodes about this just bill burr monday morning podcast with nina Go back, like, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, any time in that time period. In the last, like, 2020, 2018 to 2020, you go back in that time period and listen to six different episodes. Two, you know, like, one from each year, right? And you'll hear Nina taking over the show, essentially. What will happen is Bill Burr will be like, whoa, hey, yo, Nina, come in here. Look, look at this fucking letter. Yeah, I don't do a good Bill Burr, you know, but... They would read it, and then he'd be making jokes about it. And she'd be like, no, that's not funny. That's fucked up. Uh-uh, that's some dorky little sad fucking Trump-supporting white boy. She'd be making jokes like that. Jokes. And Bill Burr would be like, oh, come on, man. It's not It's not like that. It's just uh, it's just a funny letter. People just being funny. And she's like, you let people call you names like that? It's fuck pathetic. And a joke with the Bill, Bill Burr podcast is people busting his balls. It'd be like, hey, how's it going, Billy Bald-Ass, Billy Bitch-Tid, say Ginger Balls, Billy, Billy Bitch-Boy, like, all these, like, fucking whatever in, in the letters when they greeted, like, Bill Burr with these with these letters and shit. Then Nina would come in and bitch about it, and over the course of time, Bill Burr just like, hey, how you doing, Billy Bitch-Tid? Me and my wife have been fighting over the last couple, like, just so defeated. Right, and I, I just I couldn't do it anymore. Then you get to like the pandemic, and he's like, I can't stand these unvaccinated people, and they're telling me that I that, that I don't know anything about 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 fucking about about vaccines and shit. Like they're not a fucking doctor. It's like, all right, that's a weird argument to use. You don't want to hear what they have to say because they're not a doctor, but you're also telling us that we should go get vaccinated. You're also saying you're going to do a vaccine mandate at your shows X, Y, and Z. So you're to require that well, you're not a doctor, you piece of shit. Right? So, you know, it's the same thing. He'd go on his show and he'd bitch all the time. This is a freaking thing. Look, I don't want to deal with it. People outside walking around, not wearing a mask outside. What's wrong with them? You know, don't they see the fucking news? <laughs> the fucking news telling people that they need to wear a fucking mask outside and they're too fucking stupid to do it. They don't care about their health or anyone else's health as he smokes a fucking cigar. You know what I mean? Like, I fucking, I couldn't stand Bill Burr anymore all of his shows suck effort family is a fucking joke and it's like hey welcome to the bill burr monday morning podcast on tuesday afternoon just before thursday afternoon on the wednesday evening just before friday weekend but more more so on the friday afternoon monday morning podcast with me bill burr and then in interviews he would go on other people's shows like you know this is by taylor knight by the way 
he would go on other people's show and and he would talk about how she controls his jokes, how she how he runs his jokes by her and she approves them or disapproves of them. X, Y, and Z is just the saddest shit. It really is. Mockingbirds. Bill Burr's wife, actress Nina Ritt- She's not an actress. She's been in fuck all. Ron Jeremy's more of a fucking actor than this bitch is an actress. Anyway, was caught flipping off former President Donald Trump with both her middle fingers at the Ultimate Fighting Championship match Saturday at Madison Square Garden. An avid UFC fan, Trump, and he's also like one of the reasons why the UFC was even able to be founded. He gave a lot of like, the initial funding for it. Uh, Trump entered the arena to a loud ovation. Before the featherweight fight began, Diego Lopez and Pat Sabatini... He was accompanied by Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson, Dana White, and Sun Don Jr. Arena cameras panned to him. And in the background, Hill, 57, can be seen raising her middle fingers at his back as she sits in her seat. Trump, 77 years old, seemed utterly clueless about the gesture as she continued to scan the room. As he continued to scan the room, Burr's head, meanwhile was turned the opposite direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's... Again, I, I listen to a lot of these podcasts. You know, like, I, I, I like the fighter and the kid. I'm not really that into, that into Brian Callen, personally. Like, he's all right on the Crowder show, but whatever. You know. So there's a lot of drama gets talked about on, on these shows. I'm a big fan of the channel Too Lazy to Try. All, all, all these channels. So the conversation of Bill Burr and Nina getting a divorce has been floating around for about two years now. And if he does, she becomes useless. Like, she will be forgotten. She'll be a fucking nobody. And that's supposedly something that's been going on in the background, but I don't know for certain. Post reached out to a rep for Burr55 for comment. The clip of Hale giving Trump a double bird circulated on social media, especially on the bird app X, where it sparked backlash for the old dad's actress. That's funny. What's old dad's? Anyway, the bird app. I do like that. On the bird app. That's better than saying shit like, on X, formerly Twitter, as if we don't all already fucking know. God, her teeth are fucking disturbing. I'm Billy Bitch Tits. Look at my fucking veins. I'm full of soy. That's why I'm so pasty and white. Whoa. The old dad's actress, huh? Never heard of it. So trashy. Surprise, surprise, tweeted one person. Quote, This is what free speech is all about. I fought for it. Does not mean I have to agree with it. Do your thing, young lady. Chirped another. Chirp. She is speaking on behalf of a majority of the majority of Americans insisted a third. Nina Renee Hill just made a lot of fans tonight. Did she? Most people have no idea who the fuck she even is, and if they are, they look into her. There's not much to look at. <laughs> I mean, sure, perhaps, but she's mostly just gotten derided and made fun of by people like me. And I'm only really doing this because I used to be a fan of Bill Burr, and this is just sort of an, uh, a chance to like lightly make fun of somebody that I would have no opportunity to make fun of in any other fucking context. But this is one of those times where it bleeds into my little fucking sphere. So, you know, there you go. Donald Trump walked into the arena that holds 20,000 people and 19,999 people were so happy. Then there was Bill Burr's wife, post-millennial editors, Libby Emmons, posted. 
Yep. Right here. So apparently it's Bill Burr's wife flipping off Donald Trump at the UFC. Yeah. And like no one noticed. No one cared. Everyone was busy looking at Trump. And she's over here looking like an OF model. Got like the mesh sleeves and all that junky bullshit. She's an old woman, by the way. Like she's old. She's in her 40s. She's old. Trump looked around, waved, didn't even fucking notice. And she put it down as soon as the camera got to her. Boop, oops. Not even that convicted to it. Because when the cameras got to her, she really meant it. She would have held her fingers up higher in the air. She would have fucking insisted. But no, as soon as the cameras and Kid Rock got to her, she put her hands down and looked down, tucked her head away. She's a fucking coward. She's a fucking pussy. She saw Trump. She thought she could flip him off. Maybe a couple people would see her post on the social media and would get like a couple hundred views, a couple thousand views tops. But then it was seen on the big scantron in front of the whole room full of people cheering on. Liberals and leftists are cowards unless they're in a crowd that agrees with them. Burr, who has starred as who has starred on Breaking Bad, The Mandalorian, has released several comedies. I remember when people saying, I loved you as the cop on Breaking Bad, and he was like, I wasn't a cop on Breaking Bad. I was a fucking piece of shit criminal. I was an old see, I, I used to love the Bill Burr podcast so much. It's been neat. Guys, been it's been about four years since I listened to it. It's just about over four years. It was halfway through the pandemic, I was just like, I can't fucking do it anymore. Like I was done with it. Uh, Burr, who has starred on Breaking Bad, The Mandalorian, has released several comedy specials, including, quote, I'm sorry you feel that way, and Walk Your Way Out, and Pepper, or, and Paper Tiger. He and Hill married in 2013 and have two children. Yeah. Let's see. Let's check out the comments. It's gonna get bright here in a second. Alright, let's check out the first three comments as we do and head on out. Smargato Jones says, After three years of Jiden's illegitimate criminal presidency, the world is on fire with wars raging in Europe and the Middle East and China plotting to take advantage of the situation. With inflation, federal debt, rising crime, and... A porous southern border and a porous southern border are turning the United States into a third world country. Americans voted for calm in 2020, but got disorder and said, sadly, things are unlikely to improve over the next year under the direction of President Chaos. HT, I thought people were upset Hillary lost were bad. I thought the people who were upset Hillary lost were bad. But they gave six to twelve months later. But they gave in six to twelve months later. You and others who can't accept a loss, or that more than fifty-three percent hate Trump. We are almost three years in, and you still are in denial, which may very well cost us the next election. Groan. Okay, look, but your DeSantis slash TDS comment is grueling. Look, people on the left, still to this day, you'll, it's not uncommon to find people in the Washington Post, MSNBC, CNN, major, massive, mainstream pubu- publications pushing Russia. And what do I mean when I say Russia? I mean, like, Trump's a Russian asset. They push all that shit, despite the Durham probe, the Steele dossier, all of this coming out over and over and over. There are people who still adamantly fight that... 
Hillary Clinton had the election stolen from her in 2016. There are people to this day who still argue that Al Gore had the election stolen from him in 20 uh, in 2000. I almost said 2000. Anyway, in the 2000s election. Right, election denying is a long-held practice on both sides. A little bit stronger on the left than the right. And the right's, for the most part, has moved on. Trump doesn't even really talk about the 2020 election. He's been more time talking about what he's going to do when he gets back in office. If anything, the only reason why Trump still talks about 2020 is because people keep asking him about it. He seems more content to just move on from it. At least until he gets back in office. And I'm sure he'll be talking about it. Like, look, they stole it. I'm back. I'm going to run an investigation. You can get news. I'll be an investigation. And there's always election interference. There's a New York Times article called The Shadow Campaign that uh, saved the election from Trump in 2020. That saved the 2020 election from Trump. It's a New York Times article. Go to the archive.oc. They've revamped that article a few times, but the original's still up there. So, no, and, and here's the thing, right? 53 hate Trump, yet in all these polls across the board, he's leading. Now, polls historically have always been wrong, but polls have never had Trump leading, let alone leading across the board like this, and leading in demographics that have the left pissed. The Cuban vote came out for him. The Mexican vote came out for him. The black vote came out for him. The Asian vote came out for him. All these voting blocks that the left took for granted came out for him. Lockdown Republicans being the gay Republican Party have seen their membership skyrocketing. Not to mention, during 2020 up to now, liberals buying firearms and realizing what hell they voted for when it comes to obtaining firearms has turned them a lot of them into conservative voters. And now Trump's not even that strong of a advocate for the Second Amendment when you look at bump stocks and shit. So, but, HT, you're goofy as fuck, right? And USA Rule says, and this is, of course, when you provide your proof, right? But that doesn't count as a third count, so let's scroll down here to Rusty Trombone. Great fucking name. Her way of saying that she's not a fan of advancing peace in the Middle East, defeating ISIS, and avoiding entry into a new international conflict. Yeah, basically. That being said, I'm going to wrap this article up here. I just thought it was kind of funny, you know? Did you guys ever listen to Bill Burr? Were you ever a fan of the Bill Burr podcast or his stand-up? I was never a huge fan of his. He kind of came to... Uh, came, I, I grew up in a, in a tattoo shop, so edgy radio was on a lot. If it wasn't like the Howard Stern broadcast... It was like Opie and Anthony, you know, that was a lot of what we had on over like the radio or over like the intercom, whatever station you want to call it, like music in the background, we had like the Howard Stern podcast, uh, later in the day we might have like Coast to Coast FM if we were open late, because you know, sometimes you get appointments, we open up till midnight, but sometimes you know, if you're doing like big tattoos, you're there till like 1am, then you up a sleeve or whatever, so you throw on like Coast to Coast AM, other than that, it was a lot of like what we call butt rock and dad rock now. But Bill Burr was one of those people I heard a lot growing up, and he's definitely not the same as he used to be. And I'm not saying that as in like, oh, we mature kind of way, because there's some comedians who just do different styles. And like, you know, uh, Bo, uh, Bo Burnham, his style is pretty different now. It's similar, you know, so does the music thing, but his tone, what he talks about, entirely different. George Carlin, his stand up. 
in like the 60s through the 70s into like the early 80s way different than what he did in the late 80s through the mid 90s way different way 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 different and way better i think personally i think he's a little overrated in some regards but howard stern is kind of a similar example to bill burr someone who used to be really edgy really out there saying a lot of really interesting shit and then taking it back. Now, even on the like, Gobi Anthony show, Bill Burr was always very, like, can't believe Anthony Cumier would make a joke like that. But that being said, I'm going to wrap this up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, and I will talk to you later.